Greetings, Parish Urban's Retrogrades. Well, Pope Francis has been very, very busy over the last three weeks, and there's still more stuff over the last four days that I was not able to cover because it happened after the last Pope Francis video covered here on Rules for Retrogrades. Most recently, Pope Francis has been at the universalism again, the religious syncretism again, which has as its goal, religious indifferentism. Now, I'm going to be reading from another LifeSite News article. They, they've been amazing on this topic. Pope Francis reiterates a belief that religions must unite in service of brotherhood. You'll note in the title of this video, I added a transliteration, an interpretation. I, I read this to mean all religions must unite in service of brotherhood in service of brotherhood, and that's because it's implied that the Catholic faith must also intertwine increasingly in the service of brotherhood. This also makes the telos, the goal of religion, fraternity or brotherhood, rather than the worship of God properly, the one true living God, which is what the real purpose of religion is. It yields, according to Christian teaching, a brotherhood among fellow believers. That is to say, Christians, specifically other Christians who worship correctly. That is to say, Catholics. That's a kind of brotherhood, but that's not the purpose. The subservice of religious worship is not toward brotherhood. It is a side effect brotherhood. And again, it doesn't exist among all religions. So... That's going to be the analysis, the thrust, the trajectory of today's show. That Pope Francis is really at masonry. That's really seems to be whether he knows it or not. That seems to be his goal: masonry. And Freemasonry seems to be something that is increasingly intertwined with the explicit themes coming out of the Vatican. I say increasingly intertwined because this is the term he uses. And whether or not this has been his goal all along or it's even his goal now, it's increasingly noteworthy in these Francis clips. He once again championed the notion of fraternity through interreligious action in various ecumenical speeches over the weekend. And once again, we're not just talking about one. This LifeSite News article lists the whole theory of Francis's long trajectory of interreligious dialogue oriented at something like the goal of masonry, which is to say fraternity. And also, it's not just one speech from this weekend. It's multiple speeches where evidence universalism, religious syncretism, is the strongest thread over the course of this past weekend. That's the show today, and we're going to talk about it in one sec. Now, the news last week with me was the conditional cancellation from Patreon. And though I'm not one of these guys, I don't like to do shows on what's going on in my life. It gets quite solipsistic. I don't expect everyone to care necessarily every time I get a hangnail or something even happens to me in the family that's of note. We lead interesting lives, but I try to separate. Here's rules for retrogrades. Here's the private life of the Gordons. Obviously, this domain is reached by both rules for retrogrades and the private life of the Gordons. The domain being last week, early last week, seven days ago, in fact, I was conditionally canceled by Patreon. They said, take down these three videos about a certain topic, a very certain topic, James Martin type topic. I said, no, I'm not going to do that. I read on air my email saying, no, thank you. I don't care if you leverage money over my head. I'll get it some other way. They backed off for the night. They gave me my February monies. But then the very next day, within 24 hours of backing off, they said, okay, we're still implementing this ultimatum. And I said, well, I don't back down. That's one thing I don't do. So we are asking all of our former patrons, Patreon patrons, to one, 
get off of Patreon because there's rumors that maybe a glitch could happen. I've heard rumors. I'm not sure how true they are. That a glitch might occur whereby you are still charged and yet I don't see the money. Because now they've told me I'm not going to see the money. So definitely go cancel your Patreon account. Secondly, if you would, follow one of the links. It's on the screen right now. There are really three options for you to divert your formal former Patreon monthly fundulation of Rules for Retrogrades. Now, really, there's two options if you want to fund Rules for Retrogrades. You can either go Subscribestar, which is the modality the most like Patreon. It works the most. It's got a tier system. That's on the screen. Go Subscribestar. Or you can go Locals, which is a little different, but it's similar enough. And both of these enable you, the Rules for Retrogrades patron, lowercase p, to interact with me, for us to interact with one another, for you to get goods and services. Now, the third option is something we've always had since, since I got canceled the last time, three summers ago, and I moved here. It's, do, uh, it's, it's a donation that you can make on timothyjgordon.com if you just go donate on timothyjgordon.com. That is a donation. That's a little different. You can make monthly donations. A lot of people opted for this option last week. It's a donation. This is a donation to me and my family. It's private. It's a little different because you don't explicitly get anything back. It's strictly speaking donative. So subscribe star, locals, or alternatively, go to donate on timothyjgordon.com. Please do this so much because we have to keep the lights on around here. And Patreon messes with folks like me, conservative Catholics. And I'm the smallest name I know of that's been canceled by Patreon. You know, uh, a smaller fish in a larger pond. It's kind of a red badge of courage and honor. But they do this stuff to us because they know there will be drop-off rate. They know carryover rate from, say, Patreon to Subscribestar, which is for right-wingers, won't be 100%. That means they hurt me. They got me. And I do know the rascal that uh, reported this by admission. Well, okay, so they, they got us a little bit. So let's make that monthly amount even higher than it was before. Go to Subscribestar or Locals. It, we really do depend on it here. Sorry to, sorry to talk about it so much, but it's, it's a big deal. The last element of this is that I'm not saying that your funds will necessarily go toward a, uh, a legal suit, a lawsuit, because we're looking, for, we're looking to bring a lawsuit, but that's not a guarantee. Or we're looking to, I'm talking to my lawyer right now. He has all those emails that are relevant. We're looking for Thomas More fund to do this so you guys wouldn't be funding that. I just want you to know we are going to try to make this the big national case where Patreon is forced to not take control over the accounts of its conservative users the way they tried to do with me. We'll see if that works out. But it will be exciting if so. Finally, get out of your blue state, get to a red state today. Go to realestateforlife.org Get out of your blue state, get to a red state. What they're doing on Patreon in virtual spaces, they do in real life. So if you're in a blue state, you're going to be bullied. Nothing but bullied. Get from the blood red swath of red states from Texas to Florida. That's where I recommend. All right, so first off, I just want to start out with, with a brief word about Pope Francis. Pope Francis has increased, has accelerated speed on a dangerous trajectory that really threatens the legitimacy of everything, of his Catholicity, of his pontificate, of our ability to take his Catholicity or his pontificate seriously. Now, I have not leapt to any conclusions, as you know. But as he continues to be more explicit in the direction, further along in the direction of his 2019 Abu Dhabi 
participation, which was about as far as one could go in the direction of religious pluralism and ecumenism. He, he, he got his toes to the line any further to the line toward, hey, all religions should just unite, should intertwine. If he got any further back in 2019, he was going down a Masonic path that could not be backed out of. You'll, you'll fall. Once you're right near the pitfall, you don't have a millimeter of space. If you go any more in that direction, you will fall down that Masonic religious ecumenism, religious syncretism path. And he seems to have done that. I mean, that's, that's my read of the situation. Now, it's an initial read, but this isn't that difficult of stuff. Pope Francis, in a totally different category of Catholic thought, has been going down the pro-James Martin path. You know what I mean. Calling for the illegalization of all of that, LMNOP, to be banned. The banned illegalization globally. So that more people around the globe, the ultimate effect will be, will be able to identify as LMNOP. As, as opposed to that behavior being proscribed. It's anti-natural law behavior. And the Catholic intellectual tradition, particularly the Catholic political and legal intellectual tradition, has always encouraged making anti-natural law behavior illegal. Murder, LMNOP stuff, theft. Remember, Thomas Aquinas says not all vice should be prescribed, not all virtue should be mandated, but all the anti-natural law stuff, like LMNOP, murder, theft. You see, Francis has had already gone about as close to the line as he could go in his endorsements of Father James Martin, his published letters. SJ. SJ. <laughs> uh, as he could go. By like la uh, two Christmases ago, when James Martin S.J. had a little meeting with him, they'd already gone that direction, and he was same as the religious syncretism, the universalism, the all religions unite. He'd already gone where he he couldn't go any further in that direction. If he goes another millimeter further, he's going to fall down the mine shaft. He's going to fall down the pitfall. And that seems to be where he's been going with all of the news last week, which I covered, and some of the news about the decriminalization about LMNOP was one of the three videos that got me in quote-unquote trouble with Patreon. And now, and of course, lurking behind all of that news was the provisional elevation of Heiner Wilmer as the new CDF. And he is the most ardent advocate, in my view, of LMNOP in the Catholic Church today. He will unite as CDF, the German Synodal Way, which is just code name for LMNOP. He will unite it with the Synod on Synodality. Presumably, that's why Francis is elevating him. And it's provisional. It got blocked on Christmas Eve by a bunch of cardinals, allegedly. Then Francis put it back up and said, it's probable, we don't know when it'll happen. You see, he's, go he's been waiting, my friends, with both religious indifferentism, category A, and with the LMNOP stuff, the Catholic sexual ethics, to come out strong, to come out explicit. And for the first 10 years, the first decade of this pontificate, he's been insinuating as much as he can insinuate without falling over the cliff. And then he just got kind of trapped. He's like, look, I said as much your religion doesn't matter stuff or all religions are the same stuff. As I could say, in my first six years from 2013 to 2019, then I did the Abu Dhabi document and that pushed me even a little bit further, right next to, right in the space abutting this is religious relativism, total religious syncretism. And so he's just been chilling in that space for 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022. 
And now in early 2023, he has said the contents of the title of this video. He has said that all religions should increasingly intertwine. And he did this as he thematically connected this topic and Category B's topic, the LMNOP stuff, because he was teaming up with, I think, an Anglican bishop, Archbishop of Canterbury, Justin Welby. And they were joining forces and saying more stuff about decriminalization. So it appears that that now, what is it? February 13th is the decade mark of when France uh, of when Benedict retired. Now on that decade mark, he's prepared to start a new decade as Pope, not playing the incrementalism games anymore. The synod on synodality on at least these two issues, there are other issues too, is going to be the coming out party. Catholic sexual ethics are going to be different from 2023 onward. They're the same, always the same from 0 AD to 2023, but we are going to make them officially different this year with this subversive revolution, the October Synod. It's interesting that he pushed the the end synod date back from October 2023 to October 2024. I think he felt he needed one more year. It's very telling, and I've talked about that in other shows, you see. But same thing with regard to this subtexting he's been doing for 10 years now, saying, your faith doesn't matter. Proselytizing is, is wrong. It's a mortal sin. If you proselytize, you're the one that needs conversion, not the atheist you're proselytizing. And yes, for the Pope Splainers out there, he has stipulated. He stopped just using the P word, proselytize, which means to evangelize the wrong way or forcibly. He said, no, even convincing someone, like rationally, of your faith is a sin. You are not allowed to evangelize. Convincing someone rationally of your faith, of your Christian faith, is evangelizing. It is the purpose of the church. It is the subject of the Great Commission in Matthew's Gospel. And Francis says, the subtext is strongly, the paraphrasing is, Jesus was wrong. We're not allowed to evangelize. We are not to spread the gospel around the globe. And now, this week and in today's sort of coming out headline, I'm reporting from LifeSite, reiterating the belief that religions must unite in service of brotherhood. Ah, now we see why. Francis is a total, it appears to be a total religious relativist. This does not seem possible. I, I can't inflect my voice. I, I'm not a trained actor, okay? So I can't inflect my voice in order to reflect the amount of crisis this wreaks on the church. Just 100%. Same thing with the LMNOP stuff. He's doing it all at once. It is a total revolution. It is total smasonry. There's nothing else I can tell you. You either get it now or you don't. The whole point of everything he's done is to point us to this point in time. 2023. Benedict Sixteenth is dead. Oh, by the way, reports coming out of Rome that Holy Monday will be the day that Francis completely does away with the, the, the TLM in all of its forms. Across four sacraments, it's going to be Holy Monday. So this is, uh, what was it? Uh, execute Order 66, Darcidius says, or is it 86? I'm, I'm forgetting. Someone correct me in the chat. He's executing Order 80, or we'll call it Order 86. So, Order 666. Francis is executing Order 666. Okay, it's, it's just clear. That's what he's doing. Benedict's dead. He's going to move to kill the Latin, the TLM completely. He's going to, it, it appears, 
if you look at what the meaning of his words are in the last month and what the meaning of the Heiner Wilmer elevation to the doctrinal chief of the church means, it's Roman Catholicism. This is what Francis is attempting to say. Roman Catholicism as the unique expression of God's one church on earth is wrong. Roman Catholicism as the unique expression of the correct moral theology, particularly with teachings on sex ethics, is wrong. This is a new gospel. It's a, Of course, we know it's a false gospel. We know the gates of hell won't prevail against the church, but we don't know exactly how the gates of hell won't prevail against the church when this guy is Pope. I don't claim to know. Pope Francis once again championed the notion of fraternity, the Masonic notion, through interreligious action in various ecumenical speeches over the weekend. Both in his ecumenical pilgrimage of peace and in his message for the International Day of Human Fraternity, two separate events over the weekend. Pope Francis recently called for religions to increasingly intertwine in the service of brotherhood. Religions are not in the service of man-to-man brotherhood, man-on-man brotherhood. Religions subserve the proper worship of God. It is a justice matter, giving to God what is due to him. And he just, he's explicitly saying it all over the document, in service of man-to-man brotherhood. Man-to-man is hard brackets. Sometimes when I'm reading these articles, I add like a hard bracket, Tim thought, or stipulator, and I have to be more careful when I'm adding a hard bracket. In service of brotherhood means human relations, one with the other, is the purpose of religion. And this is wrong. Over the past few days, writes LifeSite, Pope Francis has once more renewed his often-spoken calls for increased interreligious dialogue and activity. That's fruity, but fine. Reawakening concerns that leading prelates have made in the wake of such statements over the years. Before we continue, I, I would just ask people to do one other thing. One, well, we should do one of those. We should take, over the next week, we should take the... Uh, you know, the break like we did the day I got kicked off a of Patreon. We should take the break and ask you to do two things. Get a Rumble account. Subscribe to me on Rumble because we're worried now about this account. So subscribe to me on Rumble so that I can order, I can make my own execution of Order 66 and say, okay, whatever bad thing, cancellation happened to the YouTube account, I will now be exclusively on Rumble. And at that point, I might get, you know, I might put all my content behind a paywall. So do that. Go subscribe to Timothy Gordon on Rumble, Rules for Retrogrades on Rumble. Even if you don't like to use that modality, do it now so that when the worst happens, I'll be there. Number one. And number two, please do pull your monthly funds from Patreon so you don't get charged, because I'm not going to see that money, and move it to Locals or Subscribestar. We should, we should do that now. Do we have like an intermission thing? I want to go on with this Francis article, but... Or should we just... I'm just going to... Uh, let's see. I'm going to do like Krusty the Clown. I'm just going to sit here and read this adult newspaper while you go ask your parents. Right? Like, I'm going to put the link um, to Rumble in chat. And I think I could do it also in the description of this video. All right. So we won't do the cheesy pause thing but but Steph is going to put this in chat because we need you on Rumble you need us to be following us on Rumble it's a matter of time okay we got a bump the other day when we said hey you can keep watching the videos on YouTube that's where I go too that's where I watch my favorite YouTube stuff especially as the NBA trade deadline comes up on Thursday two days from now I go to YouTube I get it but if you're Rules for retrograde, true and true blue, through and through, then you're going to follow us to Rumble, and you might as well have the Rumble subscription set up right away for three videos a week, just like just like it's always been. We've been putting all of our rules for retrogrades up on Rumble this whole time anyway. 
So we won't miss a beat, but you will unless you go subscribe. Do it right now. I'm purposely dialoguing a bit, monologuing a bit rather, so that you can feel confident in going and not missing a beat. I'm going to read this article more and comment on it in a second. But do that and please do switch over your Patreon account for Subscribestar linked in the chat or Locals linked in the chat. We depend on you. That's how crowd sourcing works. Well, we make no compunction about it. We try not to talk about it over much like some channels do, but, but we need it now. We got canceled for taking the hard stance. We're not going to take our video down. Take my, take my monies. I don't care. But, but now we have to. That's what we say to Patreon. You guys back our play by switching over the, the Patreon funds. Whatever, whatever you can help with, please. And thank you. Okay, now I'll continue. So, the first call by Francis for religions to intertwine came during Francis's recording February the 4th video message for the third International Day of Human Fraternity. So, the, the first one that's really, really new in specific, the first call for actually break down the barriers between all religions, not just Christian ecumenism between us and Protestants and Orthos. That's one thing. I mean, it's, it's a whole other topic. But with the other religions that worship all the false gods and demons anyway, say what you like about our Protestant brothers and sisters, they're really confused. But they worship Jesus as part of the Trinity. Francis is calling, basically, to intertwine our faith with that of pagans, with that of polytheists, who are worshiping actual demons, whether they know it or not. You see? This is as serious as it gets. And I don't know if a pope can even do this. The legitimacy of the Francis Catholicism pontificate has never been more under question. So, this call which he made the video message for the third International Day of Human Fraternity, Masonic idea, is born out of his 2019 Abu Dhabi document on human fraternity. He said God wills the diversity of religions, meaning God wants the pagan false faiths, worshiping demons. And then, what was it? Uh, uh, Archbishop Schneider called him out, and he said, oh, I meant in God's permissive will, not as wise will. But then he repeated the error a, a year and a half later. Remember that? So now he's repeating the error again. This Abu Dhabi document stated that a pluralism and diversity of religions is willed by God. And he did not say willed in his permissive will. He said willed. The, the general presumption is when you say something's willed by God, you mean in his wise will, his wise will. What he actually wants, not what he merely allows. That's evil. Francis's video was also to mark the awarding of the accompanying Zayed Prize for Human Fraternity. See all this fraternity business? That is Masonic. His statement mentioned God, but did not mention Christ or Catholicism. This is how we know he means all religions should unite, not just the non-Christian faiths. Context clues. Use context. Instead, Francis spoke in a much more abstract manner, describing the purpose of religion as, quote, reminding us that man's destiny goes beyond earthly goods and lies in a universal horizon. Very, very New Age Masonic language. Doesn't get more New Agey and Masonic than that. A universal horizon. You don't know exactly what this means, and you're not intended to, but you can liken it to a million other turns of phrase from the New Age or the Masonic movement, calling us to really break down in our own minds all the barriers with all the religions. They're not real, right? This is what atheists say. All the religions are basically the same. No, they couldn't be any more different. They couldn't be any more different. Christianity is utterly different from all the other faiths. It's radically different. The other faiths all worship multiple gods, and they, they welcome worshiping the new Roman emperor. 
because the more the merrier, right? Christianity is utterly different. Christianity does not tell you how to get in, ahead in life like Hinduism or Buddhism. It tells you self-sacrifice. It tells you self-sacrifice. Lay down your life for others. Love your enemies. The other faiths are radically unlike ours. They're the opposite of ours. Protestants, Orthodox, Catholic, um, particularly with the Protestants, we have big differences about how to, what, what the implications are, but we all do agree about this stuff. But the other faiths are radically different. Francis, on the other hand, argued that religions must be at the service of fraternity and consequently they must, quote, enrich each other. This means that Catholicism, the one true faith, should draw from false faiths. He wrote, he said this, religions in order to be at the service of fraternity, and he's not wrong in, in terms of what he said. He's wrong to have thought this is the point of religion. But he's right. Religions, in order to be at the service of fraternity, need to engage in dialogue with each other, to get to know each other, to enrich each other. That means you were supposed to take things from other faiths. And above all, to develop that which unites and to collaborate for the good of all. So he's right. If the point of religion is to be at the service of fraternity, meaning, hey, I want to be homeboys with some Hindu guy who's not a Christian. That's fraternity. That's what he means by fraternity. We, we, we're, we're different, but we're acting like we're alike. If that were the point of religion, then we would need to engage in dialogue where we emphasize likenesses rather than differences. We would need to get to know each other, to enrich each other, be like, hey, let's take... Let's take a couple of, uh, I don't know, the gods from Hinduism. You know, they have, like, they have like 50 million gods, the Hindus. Let's take a few of their gods, and maybe they'll take our doctrine of, you know, charity. This is what they've basically done anyway. Um, that would be correct if the purpose of the Christian religion were fraternity. But guess what? It's not. Fraternity grows out of Christianity between Christians, between and among Christians. And it does involve even Christians helping to give donations to sometimes not even Christians. It doesn't mean we, we borrow the religion or the religious idols, the demons being worshipped by, say, pick any of these other polytheisms. LifeSite writes, without highlighting the Catholic Church, the Pope called for, quote, various religious traditions to draw from its own spiritual heritage to make a great con contribution to the service of fraternity. The point of religion is not fraternity. If it were, then you could follow what Francis is doing to a T and, and accomplish it. He wants religions to be all one. He's a globalist. This is serves fraternity, doesn't serve Christianity. The pontiff also appeared to downplay the importance of Catholicism, instead implicitly supporting a more general, accepting stance of many different churches, stating that by having different religions increasingly intertwine, direct quote, humanity can achieve its, quote, common destiny. Well, our destiny is not common with that of the unbelievers in the Christian faith. Our destiny is a union with God. Now he wants all those people, the Hindus and the Buddhists and the Jainists, he wants them all to convert so that they can have a common destiny with us, but he is always very explicit. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through Jesus. No one comes to the Father except through Jesus. Those who come to the Father through Jesus Christ do share a common destiny, just like Pope Francis wants. But he doesn't want the middle term. He doesn't want the precondition. We only have a common destiny with those who accept Christ as the way, the truth, and the life. The only way. Remember when Bishop Barron said Jesus is just the privileged path? Meaning it's the best path, but there are others? No. That's all at the subservice of this lie, this false gospel, this fraternity business. That's why we shook a stick at it when he said that. That's why we're shaking a stick at what Francis is saying. 
Maybe Baron meant it, maybe he didn't. But Pope Francis definitely means it. Religious indifferentism. All religions are the same. It doesn't really matter which one you have. That's really and truly at the base of what he's saying. I'm not sure that Bishop Barron really means it that way. He might. He's repeated himself in that direction a few times, but Francis is much more committed to the rigors of religious pluralism. Francis said this. If you don't believe me, listen to this. He's different from Bishop Barron. Francis said, Men and women of different religions walk towards God along roads that increasingly intertwine. Why increasingly? I'll talk about this in a second. Every encounter can be an opportunity to oppose one another or with God's help, he's saying that's bad, or with God's help to encourage each other to go forward as brothers and sisters. Why would I encourage a Hindu guy to go forward on that path? I would say, no, go backwards, find the fork in the road where you can meet Christianity. But Francis doesn't want that. That's a sin to tell him, stop being a Hindu, become a Christian. I'll continue with the quote. Indeed, we share not only a common origin and descent, that's true, God made us all, but also a common destiny. That's not true. Non-Christians will not go to heaven. Pope Francis continues, that common destiny of a fragile and, and vulnerable creature as the historical period we are living in shows us so clearly. So he's saying that we live in the age of relativism, which he's saying is basically good. He's winking at you saying it's good. Of globalism, he's saying that's good. Of religious dialogue based on religious indifferentism, and he's saying that's good. And what he's really telling you with a wink and a nod is your religion doesn't matter. What matters is fraternity. There is no reasonable divergent interpretation of all of this to this one. Your religion doesn't matter. Employ sorry, had to make a request here. Employing language traditionally used this is life site now, employing language traditionally used in Catholic spirituality to describe a soul's pursuit of sanctification. The goal of Christianity is sanctifying in order to unify with God. Sanctify the Christian to unify with God. But Francis isn't saying that. Francis substitutes life site as saying correctly for sanctification language. And he is describing the path of fraternity as the long and difficult one. The path of sanctification is typically for the Christian the long and difficult one that matters. But now he's saying the fraternity road is what matters. While Catholic spirituality also traditionally highlights the sign of the cross, Francis substitutes instead, promotes instead, the sign of fraternity. Not the sign of the cross, the sign of fraternity, says LifeSite, which would counter the many conflicts in the shadows of a closed world with the sign of fraternity. A closed world is Francis's nightmare. This is his quote, a closed world. The shadows of the closed world. This means all the religions have different purposes and Christianity teaches and preaches a different God whom requires us to serve him. This is the first commandment. Remember the first commandment? You shall have no false gods before me. Well, the other religions all have false gods. So what do we teach happens to them on their death? Practitioners of those other religions. They don't go to heaven. That is Christianity. And when Francis talks about the shadows of a closed world, he's talking about that true Christian world, this world here below, where Christianity teaches you must be a Christian or you can't go to heaven. That's a closed world. That's a bad thing. It's shadowy, and it does not conduce to fraternity with non-Christians. That's true. He's right. I opt for that world, that true gospel. But Pope Francis doesn't want that true gospel. All right, the second event from this past weekend was a prayer event, an ecumenical prayer event in Juba, South Sudan. 
Same day, February the 4th, the Pope also took part in an ecumenical prayer event in Juba, South Sudan, as part of his ecumenical pilgrimage of peace to the African nation with the Anglican Archbishop of Canterbury, Justin Welby, and the moderator of the General Assembly of the Church of Scotland, whose name is Ian Greenshields. Addressing thousands of participants, LifeSite writes, Francis concentrated on the themes of peace and prayer. He did not promote Catholic teaching on the issue, but instead urged greater interreligious cooperation. As has become commonplace at such ecumenical events, Francis referenced the scriptural passage, John chapter 17, verse 21, that they all may be one. This is Jesus' heartfelt prayer to the Father for all of us who believe, Francis stated. LifeSite does an excellent job in pointing out this is a false gospel. This is a decontextualization of the gospel intentionally by Francis to conform it to his false gospel. However, LifeSite writes, Francis' exhortations of a fraternity and unity divorced from the Catholic faith are controversial, especially when viewed in light of Catholic tradition. In his 1949 document on the ecumenical movement, Pope Pius XII warned against such an interpretation and use of the scriptural passage, LifeSite says. The pontiff used the phrase to note the importance of evangelization efforts. Francis is doing the opposite. He's saying evangelizing is a mortal sin. Adding that, quote, care must be taken lest the purity of Catholic doctrine be impaired. Thank you, Pope Pius XII. Or lest its genuine and certain meaning be obscure. Thank you, Pope Pius XII. Francis is doing the exact opposite. He knows he's doing the exact opposite. His lieutenants know he's doing the exact opposite. This is a false gospel this Pope is intending to bring. I, I don't, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm calling him Pope. For the time being, he's Pope, right? That's all we know. But he's trying to bring a false gospel, and there's no, there's no question about that anymore. As used by Francis, the scriptural passage was truncated since the full text that he pulled out of. Remember what the Pope, what the Pope's planners always say we do? That we're cutting up Francis's words to pull them out of context to make it say something, make Francis say something he didn't say? Look what he did to John chapter 17, verses 21 through 23. The actual gospel reads, As thou, Father, this is Jesus speaking, As thou, Father, in me, and I in thee, that they may also be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me, and the glory which thou hast given me, I have given to him, to them, that they may be one as we also are one, I in them and thou in me, that they may be made perfect in one. This is Jesus saying, you must be a Christian. You must worship the one true God in order to go to heaven. And guess what? I am part of that trinity. I, Jesus, am part of that trinity that must be worshipped in order to go to heaven. Pope Francis is saying the exact opposite. He, he cut this quote up to make it sound like Jesus is saying that you can worship uh, false gods, violation of the first commandment, and still go to heaven. You can't. You go to hell if you worship false gods. LifeSite writes, the traditional teaching of the church observed the important aspect of unity in Christ, not simply unity in something outside of the church. That would be paganism. The church is the bride of Christ founded by him and charged with teaching his word. That's evangelization. Convincing others of the truth of the faith. As taught by previous popes, the phrase Quote, one in us cannot refer to any unity outside the fullness of the church, but is rather a reference to others becoming members of the church and consequently the mythical body of Christ. LifeSite is just, they've been hitting it out of the park lately, people. Not just because they covered my Patreon cancellation, conditional cancellation. They just, they've really had their fingers on the pulse of the church. And it's been, I just check them every day. They're my everyday check. So also, LifeSite writes, the phrase perfect in one does not refer to, a, uh, does refer not to a union made by the watering down of Catholic teaching, but to the union only found in the church as expressed in the fullness of the church's teaching. Additionally, 
Lysite writes, When reading this chapter of John's Gospel in lines 2 through 9, the third person pronouns refer to Christ's disciples, Christians. Yet from halfway through line 20, they, them, refers to those men who are not yet in the church. And not, and not for them only do I pray, but for them, non-Catholics, also who through their word, the word of disciples, shall come to believe in me. The desired unity for Christ, for which Christ prays, is not some unity, says LifeSight, which the church will gain by others merging with her at ecumenical events, but is a unity which is only realized by all men coming to the fullness of the faith by joining the Catholic Church, evangelization, the Great Commission. The church's teaching is crystal clear. Scripture is crystal clear. St. Paul was crystal clear. Jesus was crystal clear. People go to hell if they are not Christian. Christ wants unity with the people who are not now Christian, but in order to achieve such unity with them, they must be Christian first. It's a middle term that is indispensable. Francis is cutting it out, and that is universalism. That is religious syncretism. That is heretical. Thus, the passage quoted by Francis does not refer to various disciples, but to the men of the world who have yet to join the church. Pope Leo condemned such arguments so commonly employed today in his 1888 encyclical Libertas. Okay, and you know this. I, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to finish that part of the article. You know this is condemned. This is heresy of all heresies. This is the heresy which encourages the violation of the first commandment. Francis is explicitly admonishing the violation. He's saying to do it, I mean. He's advocating the violation of the first commandment. There is no other way to read this. You will not hear Pope Splanners mention this because there's no possible way by which they would argue that Francis is being taken out of context. It was two events, people. It was two events on the same day, February the 4th. Two separate events, two separate quotes, two different speeches. And he's saying the same thing on the, on the same day in different words to different new audiences. Wake up and smell the coffee. Also, you can get a sense of an outfit's, I guess, opinion by who they rein in and who they don't. If they don't want to be overtly public, public about it, which the Pope has obviously on this, on this topic. But look at James Martin. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. He will not rein in James Martin. He will rein in Cardinal Miller, Cardinal Burke, Pope Benedict himself, Cardinal Pell, Cardinal Sarah. Remember when Cardinal Sarah said to everyone should try a Lenten experiment of doing Mass the right way and facing the correct direction during the consecration? He reins them in. He takes them out of commission. Look at Archbishop Vigano. Look at look at Archbishop uh, look at Bishop Schneider. The heroes of the church are the ones that keep the faith, and he hates them, just as he hates you and as he hates me, Pope Francis. The ones he doesn't rein in, but sometimes pretends impotently to chide, are those like, well, Bishop McElroy, who recently said Catholics are going to have to get used to the idea that change is coming to sexual ethics. Cardinal Hollerick, who is the Relator General of the Synod in October, and he said, the opponents of the sexual change to the sexual ethics cannot change the course now. Cardinal Gresh, his second-hand man. Father Timothy Radcliffe, who will be giving the retreat at the October Synod. Again, a big advocate of sexual ethics change. Departing from Africa, Pope Francis renews call to end the anti-NMNOP, LMNOP laws. And, and, and check out this story also up on LifeSite about Cardinal McElroy saying just what Cardinal Hollerick is saying. You can't stop the coming change. It's a change fundamentally to Christianity. Christianity is going to have to merge into the other fake faiths, they're saying, look, the Holy Father, Pope Francis, wants us 
to become one with the other false faiths, other false gods, the religious relativism. This is plainly what they're all saying, and plainly he's favoring them, and plainly anyone that says, no, you have to spread the faith, the true faith, it's not going to conduce to fraternity between you and Apu Nahasapima Petalon when you tell him you got to be Christian for fraternity with me. He says that's a mortal sin, Francis does. This could not be any clearer after 10 years. It was pretty clear a year into this pontificate, very clear after five years. After six or seven years in Amoris Laetitia, it became crystal clear. We are now three years past crystal clear. You could not ask for more clarity on what Francis believes, teaches, and stands for than what he is now, 10 years into his pontificate. Full stop. If you're defending Francis, you're defending a false gospel. Stop defending Pope Francis. It is a false gospel. Heaven be with us. God bless you all. Parish orphans and retrogrades. Deus Volt. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit.